Still, to this day, every time you say record, my brain immediately goes to Cardcaptor Sakura, and I don't think that's ever changed. Hmm. Th and this is not the first time, nor the second, nor the third time you have mentioned this. Yeah, and like I said, it, it still is happening. I haven't read any clear card in, like, over a year, I feel like. Okay, I, I've never, I've never even asked. What is Card Capture Sakura? Is that just like a different Yu-Gi-Oh game or like, um, it's, it's a magical girl show? It's more like Sailor Moon than it is Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, well, because it's these capture it's... cards, so I, I figured there was cards involved. I thought uh, yeah, it was a mixture yes, between the like, cards are there, and, and they're all sentient. And she accidentally spread them across her whole city, and also part of uh, where was the other? Like, mainland China, I think, one of the movies? I'd have to go check. I haven't seen it in a while. Hold on, I'm going to my media shelf. It's just that when you said card capture Sakura, I Top picked... Four. Oh, oh, well, I heard, I heard capture. So I thought it was like a weird Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon style anime where you go and capture the cards, to, uh, Pokemon, yeah, uh, Pokemons, and then turn them into cards and then use the cards to play. Almost like that chaotic... Oh, like Chaotic. You remember Chaotic, right? Yeah, I've watched Chaotic. I know it existed. Oh, uh, God. A couple months ago, or maybe it was last month, I actually played Chaotic with Gideon on Tabletop Sim. Because <laughs> you can just do that. Uh, that's the best thing about that that uh, game, Tabletop Sim, is that you can play so many of these like non-existing card games anymore. But uh, that is a weird one to play. I, I don't... 100% understand the rules to it, um, but it looked very interesting, at least off of the show. wonder if you could do Soulforge. Uh, you can definitely do Soulforge Fusion. Uh, they have a mod setup where you can actually import real-life decks. I'm not sure what Soulforge is, but I, I, I will accept that it's... It's fun. a weird fucking game. It's fun, but it's fucking weird. <laughs> Today will be mostly... An RP kind of day. Um, Justin is not here again, but you know that's because of scheduling problems, not because he's gone. Uh, the good thing is because he is gone, uh, we can kind of concentrate this app in kind of introducing these new characters, well, quote unquote new characters, but you know, getting getting them into the story. Uh, without having to have Justin just hit, sit here and do nothing. Because uh, sadly, his character is Kind of like we did last time we're done. Well, that was a little bit of my my fault uh, alongside other issues that I did not uh, foresee coming. Uh, David, they, they were fucked up, and we, I, we suffered the consequences of that. Um, but um, there is, there is a few changes that uh, I have decided to do. Uh, off air, I haven't really told anybody about this. Uh, I, I guess John kind of already had alluded to what I wanted to do since I asked him to do something for me. It's really hard to hide the, what I was planning on doing because of that. There, there's a little thing in the industry we have, uh, we have called DMs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, at first, I thought even like DMs was an extension. Listen, I understand the desire, but... David. I understand the desire for organic surprise, but that is not something that you just randomly throw out to the rest of the players. I think that it's fine to randomly throw it out to the rest of the players as long as the the people that are that know what's going on know what's going on because the DM could do that to you at any time about anything else. That's also. I mean, here's the thing. The, if the if I had my wish, 
Uh, I would have liked for no one to know who was playing what until the day we played it. So it'd be a big surprise for everyone. But that doesn't happen. Um, everyone likes to either share their ideas or we like to just ask about uh, what would be good for a certain class. And because we do that, I, I mean, we don't really yeah, keep Don that a secret. asked for quite a bit of advice with... Uh, yeah. You, you didn't edit out his character name, so the the listeners know, right? It was a reveal at the end of the last episode, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah that, that's know, what I was everyone saying. knows, yeah. Yeah. With York, because I spent a lot of time looking into how to play various types of fighters when I built Lenthi, which Lenthi was a surprise, I think. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think anyone knew what you were playing. Uh, I think that's the only time where everyone kind of did not have an idea on the class they were playing. I mean, but all that said, David, yes. you and Viv are really the only two who know all of the uh, neat bullshit that York can do. All John knows is that York can climb. But yeah, I decided to do this without telling anybody until we got into it because I kind of wanted to be in a sense of surprise as well. Uh, sadly, it, it did come out to be a full surprise because even though I asked John not to say anything, anything about it, just say yes. If he did it, he still mentioned about a new character. So thank you, John. Thank you for that. You're yeah, and now welcome. we're all panicking because we're like, oh no, what are we going to do? Okay. <laughs> so, Because um, I had planned a good portion of my roleplay notes for York around Assad still being alive. Well, I mean, I, I'm going to say this. Technically, I it, technically it's not his fault, but blame John for this. No, you can blame me for uh, it. It's fine. I mean, I've so, known that John wanted to play a new character for a while, so this isn't yeah. too heavy of a surprise. Yeah, that's why I asked uh, earlier if John even still wanted to play Assad. It's one of those things where, okay, it, I understand John's, uh, uh, sorry if I'm speaking for you, but no, I, I understand your mindset that you didn't want to say no to that because you're still trying to tell a story what, and you're trying to play with how I want the game to go. So I, I feel that, that you telling Viv, yes, I do want to keep playing Assad, wasn't a honest one, but one that you thought I wanted to hear. Uh, uh, yes and yes. I mean, it was honest when I said it. But, but then you had time to think about it. He wasn't the one that came up with this. I made the choice for him. Well, you didn't make a choice. You said, if you want to do this, you can. And then you you told you explained to me that it was doable. And then I went, oh, yeah, then hell yeah, I want to do this. Uh, I just thought I told you to make the character shoot. That's all. I don't remember what I, what I told you. Okay, well, I'm still importing it, so give me a second. <laughs> My thought process of, one, what I care about the most is telling, uh, telling a good story that doesn't get too complicated in a sense. At least I want to try to tell a good story. Uh, and I would say, having Assad continue going on this would have been the ideal thing. Because he's the one that was who has been... I know John hate it, hates it when I say this, but he's been kind of the main character of the story. Um, I think you I, could change that to say the heart of the team. Uh, I guess, and, I guess, yes. So, David, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of stories out there where the group that gets the final job done is not any of the group that started. No, and that's very true. Large, those I thought you things. were about to ask David why he killed Assad then. Um, it's, it's, it, okay. And that's the thing. I, I hate having that question, uh, that, that thing said to me because it's like, I don't want to not attack Assad because he's that. It feels yeah, like, shouldn't have plot yeah, armor. yeah, I, I feel like if I do that, people will get mad that it's like, oh, okay, Assad has plot armor. And I want to say like, no, he doesn't. If he's in a, in, in a situation where his life can be taken and that's an option I could take, I, I would try to see if there's any other obvious moves i can take but if i can't i'm just gonna do that i'm not gonna 
and that's what happened last last time. I could have done other stuff, our... but you know, I ended up attacking Viv's character, which led to the death of Assad. You're good. We're entering our a new hope. We're entering our Force Awakens. We're entering mm -hmm. the point of the story where the other characters are the characters are either dead or somewhere else. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You saying that we're entering our new hope implies that the entire previous stuff was Rogue One. <laughs> Hey, Rogue One was a better, better it, movie. It was than a good movie. Yeah, yeah no. Stuff. <laughs> I, I, I did actually very much enjoy Rogue One, but also that that I, I don't like the implication that we were always doomed, even if this is a Lovecraft story. <laughs> well, uh, then you entered the wrong campaign. <laughs> okay. No matter what, we're I've said this once and I'll say it again. We're technically in a Lovecraft light because there is a chance we can win. Yeah, we're, we're just up against an old one, not a great old one. So, what I plan is not the end of a song, okay? So, I'm also gonna, uh, sorry Viv, I'm gonna forcibly change uh, Jesse's decision here. Uh, so, as long as you make it work, because, like, she was gonna leave to, like, come up with ways to avoid, you know, Assad being permanently dead after the adventure. <laughs> so, well, because uh, on the last, uh, when the last recording we did, uh, you have mentioned that you wanted Jesse to go out and find Assad's family. Uh, I don't like that. I, that makes no sense. I mean... Yeah, I had in, in this kind different of, yeah. decisions afterwards. Like I said, I think she would be more likely to come up with a uh, a way to keep in contact, find a regeneration uh, spell, and then just show up and cut off Assad's hand. Well, uh, well, you haven't you haven't put the wait, you haven't put the ring on there, so um, that's really funny to me. Um, and it also felt like yes, I was forcing the choice to uh, bring back Assad because in a way, I kind of wanted Assad to be back. Because I wanted him to be part of the story. Um, now, my question is, should I stop putting spells on this character? Uh, no. Wait, why? Okay. No. No, 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 no. no. Hey, everything is still staying the same with the only exception John's getting a new character here. Okay. Um, so, uh, the plan I have uh, I have made up is... Because the way it ended last week was we were deciding to do the message spell, tell Kathy about the situation, have Kathy uh, take the place, basically. Be the one who stays behind and, and they resurrect Assad. Which I think is... A valid way to do it we can still do that uh it doesn't seem like we might take that route uh but that was i think a valid way to have a sub come back um but if john you do want to play your character we will have it so that uh jesse made a pretty valid argument on why why they would never put that ring on themselves and yeah, how great yeah and how they feel about a ring like that um and it doesn't make sense that if that is how uh, Jesse truly felt about such an item like this, um, it wouldn't make sense for her to put that burden on someone else. Thank you. So yes. I, I felt like I was being forced to do that, honestly. Well, it's one of those things. Well, yes, because I wanted, I did not want us all to, to leave. And I still don't want us all to leave. But, uh, but it will also, if that option was given to Kathy, she will take it. She, she will take it. There, there's no reason for her to want to continue forward anymore because she already failed on her on her attempt, and she knows that her just her herself couldn't wouldn't be able to to win this. But she wants to put as much trust in Assad, and so she would take this. But I don't think Jesse would. I think Jesse would take that choice away from them. like she would not give them that choice. Like no, I I know what this is. I'm not gonna let y'all anyone do this for for that. And so instead of you leaving to do whatever you wanted to 
do, you can just leave and take Assad with you. Now you have, sadly, this is where I'm throwing you uh, under this RP bus. You have to come up with a good reason on why you'll leave the party. Like, like why you wouldn't let, I guess, them or Kathy do it. Uh, and there's, there'll be time. There's a little bit thing. There's a little thing I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna do before we get to our characters. Uh, so it gives you time to think. But um, you can leave. Try to find someone to resurrect the saw that isn't Mother Grinmoon. Uh, it might take you a while. Uh, you don't have the money. Definitely the yeah. line. I mean, I have stuff I could sell. Uh, you do, you do. But that stuff also is the stuff that's gonna help you in this in, in the city. Um, you can try to travel back to, um, you can try, try to travel back to, um, the, uh, the cleric, or the, um, the, the clergy of the Desna clerics. That's going to take you quite a bit, even if you use teleportation. Yeah, even uh, with two teleports a day. Yeah, because, yeah, because the most, you're, like, so far away that the teleportation spell, it's going to take days off your, your travel, but it, it won't be enough. You will still have to get on a ship, ship out, and, and then travel from there until you get back to the inner sea region. And then once you hit the inner sea region, probably you can then teleport. Uh, I think she has a better the rest of the way. A better chance getting to Kadira, which is a, a large, you know, country, and then finding a large city there. Um, other than that, I think uh, does that sound good to everyone? Asad, you still, I mean, John, you still have a chance to say, you know what? No, I want to play Asad. No, I'm good with this. This is a nice way of uh, trying to figure out what the fuck this is. Okay. I was hoping maybe you'd be like, no, yeah, I'll still play Asad. Um, you just gave me, you just gave me my cake and let me eat it too. I can play him later. <laughs> I, I, I want you to use a different saying because that saying uh, just gets me so mad. It's like have have your cake and eat it too like, that's what you do with your cake what are you gonna do have your cake and just look at you it you can't have your cake if you eat it david yeah you just had it you have no it. no no sir you no, have sir, it sir, sir, and sir, you sir. eat it have as in, have as in keep as in like hold on to forever and see and observe it that's what the that's what the phrase means if it's your birthday you have your cake you keep the cake you have david your slice that's of a different cake definition and the, of the rest of the have. cake you're having a problem with this because of the way you're interpreting the word have on your, okay, so you get a cake on your birthday, right? All right, let, let me rephrase so, this then. When you get your cake, you slice it up to little individual pieces, you pass them all out, but no one eat, finishes the cake. So not only do you get your slice of cake, you still have the like the rest of the cake that was left over for you to keep. Okay, I will. I'm gonna use a, a synonym for the word have. Okay? okay, David. All right, you get to hold on to your cake and eat it too. You get to own your cake and eat it too. You may possess your cake and eat it too. I understand you're using the secondary definition, which here, according to Google.com, is experience or undergo. You, you as in to experience the cake. That's what yes. you're using. But the, the 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 phrase's definition is the first definition: to possess, to own, to hold. It isn't to experience or undergo or to eat. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. I I went to Wikipedia and it said that people who are unfamiliar with this proverb are confused by it due to the ambiguity of the word "have." You're in that definition, David. Which can mean keep. <laughs> Or to have in one's possession, but which can also be used as a synonym, a synonym for eat, i.e. to have breakfast. Some find the common form of the proverb incorrect or illogical and instead prefer, you can't have, you can't eat your cake and then still have it too. Ah, see, that kind of makes a little bit more sense. That, that This is this sentence is literally made for you, David. Uh, yeah, if you're going to use that, use that version of it. Don't use the other one. The other one is just shorter. 
I don't, I don't, uh, it's, uh, English, man. The way you say things can sometimes change the whole meaning of this, of, 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 of what you're trying to, uh, say. You can't just cast your spells and keep the spell slot. If you already, we can get, oh, well, I say we can get started. We've already kind of already started on this. Yeah. But... Welcome back to episode two of the Ad Infinite Adventures Canvas. That was the last episode, I think, arguably. Uh, I mean, there is a little bit of story progression in that one. There's there's some canon stuff to that filler. Uh, I guess there might be a, a little bit of canon stuff in this filler, too. Uh, mash them both up. See what you get. Um, okay, so. I guess we're getting a new character here. Which is... Interesting. The way I wanted to do this. Is we... In this imaginary TV show that I have constructed, we find ourselves in, say, Kadir. And we are standing at the docks. You know, traffic is is pretty heavy right now during this time. People coming in and out of the docks. Ships coming in and out, bringing in large shipments of merchandise and, and um, also probably shipping out a lot of merchandise as well. We know Kadir to be uh, a hot city uh, for traders. Um, you can go there. T-R-E-T-R-A-D-E-R-S, -E just to be clear. Uh, it can be both as well. You don't know. You don't know, you don't know people's lives there. Um, but merchandisers, I guess. Merchants. A, a big hotspot for merchants. And this is probably one of their busiest time. And so we're in the docks. We just see people coming in and out, in and out, ships coming in and out. We see this this young girl. Uh, she has finished talking to one of the uh, dock masters, has a ticket in hand, and we see her boarding a ship. I don't know exactly how this works, but you'll probably have you probably hear like the ship captain or maybe the sh the dock master itself yell out, uh, "Last call for boarding to Rushmore." And so we see her kind of jog her way onto the boat. And a few minutes later, we see the boat we see the boat leave the docks, heading towards out into the sea. I forgot the name of this uh, of the sea that is between. Uh, I forgot the name of the sea that is uh, where Absalon is at. The Isle. Of, oh, the, the Inner Sea. Is that really the name of the the sea? The Inner Sea. Yeah, it looks like the Inner Sea is the whole thing between Old Shellex, the Golden Road, and the Sharon Kingdoms. I just thought that oh, was the name of the Inner Sea region, but I didn't think it was, it was literally called the Inner Sea. Okay, so the boat takes off into the sea, and we see days pass. We see this mysterious girl just sitting there. You see her probably writing in a diary or writing in a journal. She pops up a few books. You see her start reading here and there. But as time passes, we see the we see familiar environments start to pop up. Uh, the first one being, what's the name of that city? It literally just slipped my t my tongue. Casimir. Casimir. This is the city where I think the party is now banned from. Uh, Y'all trashed Mun's home. Y'all made enemies of, what's the name of the, uh, of the Bleach Gnome? I already forgot the name of the Bleach Gnome. Um, but we see the city that uh, Y'all you uh, first arrive to start officially start book four if i'm not mistaken we then travel deeper down this river now we are starting to enter the river kingdoms um the first uh place we pass in this uh this beautiful little trip down memory lane is the verdant forest if i'm not mistaken i think that's what it's called uh this is the forest where we first met 
the uh, the clerics. The, the little the I forgot the proper name uh, they used, but there were the Desna clerks, the ones that took in the slaves. They took in the the senator, and also where we departed with uh, Jesse and. Sakaro, 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 Sirocco. Sirocco. It's not the not the video game. Um, that is where we departed, and uh, yeah, we had some good times there, right? Uh, we also got healed there. The curious of our madness for those people that had it, I think. We called out therapy. Mm, in a way, it is therapy. Then we keep traveling down the river. Uh, we uh, encounter other memorable places that I'm trying to remember. Uh, there was a city where we met that. Um, Twice born. I don't know if you remember that guy. Uh, this is also the same city where uh, Zal decided to uh, tempt Faith and did the uh, what's that spell you use to speak to the gods? Um, oh, uh, contact. I think it's it contact it other plane. Uh, oh, isn't it outer being or something like that? Contact. Some, I can't remember the name of the spell. But this is also where we. Um, I think uh, this is also is where contact we contact other plane. This is where we re re encountered Zal. And then we all, where Zal had the most traumatic moment of his life. Um, and Worse than I, dying, arguably. Is that? No, wait, that's not where y'all re-encountered Zal, is it? I think that was the same city. Yeah, the one with the rat god, because that's who we contacted of all people. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Okay, yeah, 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 that, that, is, that is right. God, that was so, so long ago. But yeah, then, you know, we see the ship uh, heading down uh, again. And we see it enter, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's called Avalon Bay, is the name of that, uh, where Thrashmore, uh, it, it, the body of water where Thrashmore, uh, sits on, or near. Is it? Yeah, I think it's called Avalon Bay. I want to say, Bay. that's, is that where you got your name for your, uh, it is! Oh. Uh, yes, but, uh, no, I got Avalon, the name Avalon from the, No, uh, I understand that, but, like, it's just, it's just this... I didn't realize that it had the same name. Yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. It took me out of surprise too, but yeah, this is also the same. If I'm, if I am correct, this is also the same body of water that holds the prison of the Whispering Tyrant. So I think so. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, I can correct me if I'm wrong. But I don't know. I am looking at the map right now, though. Yeah, but yeah, I think because I think there's like a little island in the middle of the bay. And, yeah, Link uh, in Carthon. Yeah, and so I think that little island uh, holds the prison of uh, of the Whispering Tide, if I'm not mistaken. Um, okay, so uh, so yeah, we enter this bay and we start heading towards uh, Thrushmore. Uh, one of the things it passes is the the amazing, the most memorable, and maybe the place you might want to visit again. The, if I'm not mistaken, it's been a long while. I think it's called the Briarstone Asylum. God, that was that was quite a bit ago since we last seen this lovely uh, building. And then we finally make landing. We hit the docks and we have this woman, this young lady, uh, step off the docks and we see her head towards the dock master. She walks up and we hear her asks the Dockmaster if they know anything or the location of a man. The Dockmaster asks, who are you looking for? And we hear her say, Asad. Asad al-Qadir. And the Dockmaster kind of looks at her a little bit weird. Asad al-Qadir, you say? What, what business do you have with 
Such a man like him. You know, he's not liked throughout this city. The girl doesn't say anything. and goes like, it's a uh, personal business, but I am looking for him. Do you know his whereabouts? Alas, I've heard is he is he was here. No, I have no clue where he's at. Last time I've heard, he was always uh, doing business with the uh, sleepless agency, I think. I don't know why they would be working with such a man like that. You seem like a fine lady. You shouldn't be messing around with that type of crowd. But if you really need to find him, maybe someone from the sleepless agency would be able to help you on that. The lady just nods and thanks, thanks him, and she walks off uh, towards the sleepless agency. Uh, as that happens, we see a very familiar face. We see uh, we see Captain Freeling and, and Brackish back at the docks, and we see them kind of like loading stuff up uh, off and onto their boats. They, they, that's in the distance, you know, we see them. And they're probably getting ready to set off once again. Um, we also see three statues being taken off a boat and uh, being set aside. Can I interrupt real quick before you mention the statues? Uh, yes. Uh, I'm just glad that no matter what happens, unless we like actually managed to end the world, that at least one character's gotten a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Uh, we see this young lady walk into the city in the direction of the sleepless agency. She gets to the door and she knocks. It takes a while, but the door finally opens and we see a familiar face. We see Meg. Uh, Meg opens the door, a little uh, shocked to see... Uh, or not, I wouldn't say shocked, just uh, a little bit confused to see uh, this random... This random girl who've never seen in the city just standing there, and um, and she asks, "Good, good evening. Um, may I ask who you are?" Um, yeah. Um, my name is uh, Fatima. Fatima. Uh, uh, that's a beautiful name. Um, may I ask, um, what is your business here? Well, um, you see, um, my father has been around here recently, and well, um, I was just trying to see if he was still around, maybe perchance. Your Father? Um... Oh, I'm sorry, I should have specified. Um, Assad? Assad al-Qadir? And, uh, you see that Meg jaw drops? Uh, I I'm sorry, I, I, I don't know, I, I think I must have misheard. Um, you said your father was who? Uh, Assad al-Qadir. Uh, and, uh, hey, David? Yes. Can I at least have the, at least something from the thing that I was doing beforehand? I can make it so it's not like... Everything, everything, if that makes sense. Uh, what do you mean by that? Uh, the scrying stuff? Okay, I, I can reasonably say that it, he just started to avoid it after after getting out of the asylum or something. Just, you know what I mean? As in why you're at the city? The, as in why this is the only information I can get and nothing after this. I know it's been a while, but the last uh, it, it, whenever you were uh, explaining your backstory, you had mentioned that you would write letters to your family... And so the letters were okay. were coming exactly. from, uh, mm. their letters were coming from Th Thrushmore. So that's why that's, that's like the only, okay. that's the last, um, so that's you. what I was going based off of. That's why, mm. that's why I didn't have to worry about you scrying for any of that. Okay. I got you. The, I mean, there's mechanical reasons for why that would be advantageous for me. I'm just letting you know. Uh, and what is the said reason? Um, uh, I can be familiar with the areas that he has been in. But, um, I mean, you can have it so that you maybe you try to scry for him. I, I'm willing to make the 
the ruling that whatever Assad, whatever has been affecting the group in general, has probably yeah. messed with your shrine. Mm-hmm. Not me. Yeah, that's what I was implying. You. Maybe that it, maybe it kind of like blocks it off a little bit. But I would say, I, I would say you can use the excuse of, you know, for some reason you tried scrying for him, but you just couldn't mm-hmm. find him. Some, you know, something yeah. that was causing interference. But, well, but yeah. if we're in this case, then I will just say that it's like I've been. He sent letters back home, and they have been. They've been a lot less. Well, I was gonna say a lot less frequent, but they just stopped altogether. And I was just worried that he had died. I can't like. I tried to scry on him, but something just isn't letting me do it. I'm, which honestly, I've been getting better at, but I just don't understand why it's not going through. Like some like like something is stronger around him than me or maybe he's just knows and his will is just strong enough to prevent me from doing so but whatever it is i mean i guess that makes sense he is kind of stubborn <sighs> but i don't know if you've seen him um uh, no i uh i know of assad um we've uh we've worked in a sense alongside each other for for a bit um i'm uh, i'm sad to tell you that he's no longer in this city he's been gone for quite a he's been gone for months now um I, last time i remembered i think he was heading towards uh casimir but you know what this is probably not the place for me to to speak um please come in i i'm pretty sure there i i have someone here that would really love to speak with you okay Meg brings you in and has you sit down at the t- uh, at the table, and she tells you, um, "Sorry, give me just one minute. Let me go grab her really quick. Um, would you like anything to drink? Uh, uh, a water? A, a cup of tea? Anything? Um, just some water would be fine. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, sorry, I'll be right back. And you, she walks off for a good, a good hot minute, and then um, you kind of hear like like muttering on the other side of the wall. But uh, the, a few minutes later, you he, you see, uh, you see Winter, Winter Klaska, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think it's her full name. Uh, you see her walk out, um, and she kind of stares at you for a good minute, trying to like study and understand you, uh, and then she sits down uh, right across from from you. She goes, mm-hmm. um, "So, my assistant here." Uh, mentioned that you are Assad's daughter. Yes, that would be correct. I'm. I take it you're familiar with him, given your tone of voice. Um, I'm. I'm quite familiar with him. We worked alongside each other for a good while. I would say I put my life in his hands, and uh, he uh, saved as me. As you say that, you see her facial expressions just like go from. Like, okay, she knows him. She knows him too, uh, like, concerned. And she just looks at you like, I'm sorry, did you say life on the line? Um, okay, before I get to anything, um, I, 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 I do believe you're being honest with me, but things have happened recently that has me a, a bit in a, uh, in a, in a weird state of mind right now. But, may I ask what proof you have of being his daughter? What proof do I have for being his daughter? Hmm. Um, um, I mean, 
uh, just regular paperwork would be fine, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they have the equivalent of an ID card or a birth certificate uh, or something. Maybe, <laughs> you, maybe you have the letters he's been writing. Oh yeah, I could definitely would have a few of those. I, I could just show her those. It's like, well, I mean, I have some of his letters. Um, he, uh, She like pulls out some uh, trinkets. I have some of his stuff too. Um, I mean, I can't prove that these are his unless you can identify them. Are you a magic practitioner of any kind? Not too good with the magical world, but I've practiced a bit here and there. But uh, she kind of grabs the letters and starts reading them over. And you see her like run, like stand up and walk into her drawer. And she just here take out a few papers here and there. And she starts like putting them against each other, licking both of them. And you kind of hear her mutter under her voice, like, it matches, yeah, it looks the same. Okay. And she, like, folds up her papers, put them away, and comes back. And she hands you back the letters. And she goes, like, I apologize if I have offended you. It's just no, that... Uh, of course not. Things have happened. And uh, they are... I don't want to worry you, but there are people who are looking for your father. People who uh, aren't good and so i just wanted to make sure your story was straight okay when you say that what do you mean exactly because i mean i think we can probably like if it's like a debtor or something we can clear things up i'm pretty sure he's not been causing too much trouble i know he came out here with not a lot of money so i understand if things have been kind of hairy do you even know what your father was doing here well he honestly he just kind of ran off but he sent us some letters saying that he was spending some time in thrushmore he said that uh, he was checking into the hospital nearby over here. And out of character, I know that he, that's not what actually happened. That's just what he what he wanted to tell her, his family. Um, and, well, honestly, I thought that's what he was doing. I'm sorry to tell you this, but I'll hopefully leave him to explain on his reasoning on why he told you that. But that's not true, if that is what he told you. Mm -hmm. So he didn't go to the asylum. Well, I guess, I guess that wasn't a hundred percent a lie then, but it wasn't by his choice. Have he ever mentioned a Laos, <clears throat> Huston Laos? Laos? Um, I mean, Laos's name popped up a few times. Uh, he said it was a patient or something. Unless that's a lie too. But I mean, at this point, what am I going to believe him? He ha he has lied to me before, so at at this point, just you can just flat out tell me what's going on. He sent one letter that was, like, sent months after the other ones, saying something about asking for forgiveness. But I just assumed that was because, you know, he was going through therapy and was just feeling bad about stuff that he had done. See, your father got into a little bit of trouble. Um, Hasseton Laos. He goes by Count Hasseton Laos the Fourth. He mm -hmm. ruled over, or he watched over, Thrashmore, or specifically this part of Versailles. The Count saw something in Assad, I guess. I don't know what. His brute strength or something. And I guess he managed to hire your father as, um, as a bodyguard, I think. or I don't have the full information, but he worked with Count Laos. And the thing was that Count Laos was he was getting into some mischievous things, I guess. Causing harm to people around him. Mm. The citizens of the city. And one of the main person who was doing that was your father. Oh, God. 
Of course, he didn't know exactly why why he was doing these to these people. He was just going based off of the information Laos was giving him. So for all I know, Laos could have lied to him and told him that these were bad people. Um, well, with the exception of one, but um, I think that's something he should tell you and not me. Mm -hmm. um, long story short, uh, Laos was a bad man and he turned his back on everyone. His whole city, his whole family, his staff, he did something to them. Assad and a few of his group that had caused them to fall into a vegetated state. And he had, he actually had his whole memory lost to him, taken. Mm. I think that's why he never contacted you again. He was admitted to the asylum there. That's where he was watched over. That's where he saved my life. He saved many people's lives there. I don't know what exactly happened to him to cause him to wake from this vegetated state, but he did, and I I thank the gods for that, because he managed to save dozens and dozens of people. Him with a few of his friends. Even here in the city, when he returned back, he... Even while he was hated by every person here, he still did so much to keep them safe. There was this woman, um, her name was, uh, oh god, what was her name? Um, Melissa. She was, she had gathered a whole cult ready to take over the city, ready to sacrifice the people of this city to whatever god she was worshipping. And Assad stopped her. So, all this bad he's done, he's tried to make up for it. So, please, don't think little of him. Okay, well, it sounds to me like he's done good enough good. Um, I think it's time for him to go home now. Uh, uh, do you know where he ran off to this time? I actually don't know where his current location is. About a little bit, about six months ago, they departed to Casimir. Um, okay, in search I was over there a while ago, so I went the wrong direction. Got it. Um, again, he does not have his memory. He knows he has a family, but he doesn't know how to contact y'all. Um, he's trying to find Laos, the count. That's why they, they headed toward Casimir. He was, if I'm not mistaken, was actually heading towards Kadir. To be honest, he should have been in Kadir by now. <clears throat> Um, that's the last location that they had on where the count was heading. Other than that, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure where he's at. If he's not, in, if if they found the count in Kadir, then he should be there. And maybe if they did find him, maybe they're on their way back. If you like, you can wait here. Wait, who's on the way back? Uh, no, I'm saying like if they found, like you know, she doesn't, oh. you know, Winter doesn't know that what has happened or what has transpired. But all mm -hmm. she knows is that the last place y'all were going was um, Kadir, because uh, Kadir, that's where the Necronomicon was. And so mm -hmm. she thinks that that is the last place you're at. Maybe y'all arrived there and <clears throat> maybe y'all have already captured Count Laos. So maybe you're already heading back. Great. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I mean, he's just back home. I can just dip. Just go back there. I'm honestly not a big fan of uh, teleporting to places I've never been 
Hence why I took a ship here, but going back home shouldn't be that long. That's more of a, you know, in-out situation. But there's a good chance they could be coming back by now. Are you sure you don't want to wait here? I mean, we're, we're talking about the distance of, of, you know, days worth of travel. If that's the case, then uh, I, I don't know. Like, do you have anybody here who can send? I mean, you can just send me a message. Um, I'm sorry, we don't, I, I don't, we don't know anyone at the moment that has that kind of ability. Where, uh, uh, this is out of character, where are York and, uh, and, uh, Ratch Bambi? Uh, or is this, like, right before they go, or, like, right uh, Yeah, after currently, they go? right now, they're, <laughs> they're having their interactions out in the, uh, out in the mansion, whatever. Oh, so they're at the mansion? Yeah, at the moment. Um. Okay. So things are, uh, things are starting to transpire over there. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I mean, I can guide the conversation in that direction if you want me to. Uh, no, 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 you're good, you're good. Um, okay. <laughs> so, um, I, no, sorry. It's just, I'm trying to figure out if there's any other information that I oh, am missing yeah, right. that I can give you. Um, okay. What she will I mean, say, what she will say is that, um, if you want, like, she she asks, like, if you want, I can give you all the paperwork I have on Assad if you wish to take it with you. Uh, I, they've already made, we've already made copies of it. If you want something for you to take, um, you can if you like. The one thing she leaves out is the, uh, the I guess what would be like the court file or the you know the booking file of when you almost beat someone to death. Mm. Okay. She'll leave that right. out, but she'll give you everything else. He goes like, um, if you are planning on leaving, then let me walk you out at least. Uh, here, take take this. This is um, some of the information um, we have on your father. If you want to read it, some of it is. Some medical information as well. You can have this as with. You can take this with you. Um, I do have one other question because you said that, that Lyle's erased his memory. Um, is this a was this like a psychological thing or are we talking like magic? Because if it's magic, then I mean, <clears throat> is there a place like does you know does he have like any? Is there like a place he lives at? Maybe like can I get permission to go in there? I'm pretty sure he's not around. Um, to like see if he's got any magic artifacts or something. I'm not going to, like, steal them from him or anything. I just want to see them, you know, to see if I, I can, like, <laughs> get any information of, like, what he did exactly or, like, where he got them from so I can maybe help out. I I understand your curiosity about everything that has transpired, but the thing it's is... It's a lot uh, of information to take at once. Um, it's just that at the moment I have, um, I have mm. a member of my, uh, of my group uh, at the moment, uh, York. He is currently... Uh, finishing up investiga uh, his investigation of the mansion itself. I wouldn't want you to interfere with anything he has already gathered. If you don't mind waiting for him to finish, then I I will let you read over any of the information they have gathered. I know what had happened to your father was magical, but it wasn't your standard magic. It seems like the count has gone into some into the, he's gone into the darkest parts of the occult. Mm -hmm, I know mm -hmm. he has messed with information about old gods that I've thought were myths. Turns out that you know every myth comes from some kind of truth, I guess. But um, mm. and then um, okay, I would say as that happens, you see Meg kind of like runs in to. Uh, back into your little living area, and uh, she starts to shout like, uh, uh, "Winter, uh, Winter! The the Sarsalis! There's something happening with them!" 
what? What do you mean something's wrong with them? He's like, I, I don't know. They're they're like, they're they're lighting up for some reason. And she like tells you like, um, sorry, pardon me, excuse me, let me let me step out really quick. And you see her kind of like run out. Uh, do you stay or do you follow? No, I follow her. You follow her, and uh, you see her like kind of run up uh, or run out. And you also see the sarsalites. You probably saw them on your way in, and uh, you saw just like almost like golden pillars uh, reaching up high. Um, and the closest one to y'all is like starting to emit a bright, bright light. And uh, you are a spellcaster, correct? Yeah, can you see teleport? Yeah. Um, you sense like a strong aura that it's almost, mm. almost like, almost like pulling you to it. Um, but she is confused, and she also, and she turns to you because she wasn't expecting for you to follow, and goes like, "Um, I wouldn't, uh, I, I wouldn't bother with those. Uh, these things are uh, one. I don't understand what their power holds, but you should, you should go back inside. But there's something about them that is like drawing you to them." I mean, I'm going to start walking towards it. That's, uh, I mean, I, I planned on doing that, but is that the implication? No, yeah, you can do that. And so, okay. Well, I mean, is it like a more of like a fascinated, mindless thing? Or can I say something? Uh, no, no. It's just something about, it's something about it. It's, it's, okay. it's drawing you. It's not, you're not fascinated or anything. It's not a okay, magical pulling you. That's what it. I'm asking. No. Yeah. You have freedom. Walk towards it. Yeah, yeah freedom. Okay, I guess I'll walk towards it. And as I'm hearing them saying this, I kind of like wave my hand back. You know, like yeah. when you tell someone to quiet up, you know, it's like, now hold on, my dad, whatever's going, whatever happened to my dad is, is, is magical in some way. And this town, no offense, doesn't look all that magical. Whatever is going on, I, I don't know, maybe this thing, maybe this thing has some answers. Okay, and you, you run off to it, I guess? Yeah. Uh, win Winter's chasing after you, and she, and as, as she's doing it, you hear her shouting like, uh, like, please don't, don't mess with that, it's, it's because of these things that, you know, your father got his mind messed with. It's like, you don't know what it's going to do to you. And she's shouting this as, you know, you are running off towards it. And I'm guessing you're choosing not to stop. Of course not. Uh, well, yeah, this is how we continue the story, right? <clears throat> um... Well, yes, and also, like, this is what she would do. <laughs> um, okay, and you finally get to the near the Star <clears throat> You're a few feet away from there. And then Winter approaches you. And she she does mention like oh god, if there's one thing I do know for sure that makes you her daughter is you are as stubborn as he is, oh god. And uh, but by that time you feel like even Winter can feel like the magic like emanating from this from this tower, and you kind of even start to see like plumes of smoke kind of like slowly waft off of it, uh, not not enough to like consume the area in fog but it kind of like a, a plume of smoke will like emanate from within it and kind of just dissipates but i will say as you get this close to it you start to feel that pull become irresistibly strong towards you like you mm -hmm. just can't can't step away from it now again you're not magically being forced to do so but you start to f almost feel like you start to feel something familiar about it like for some weird reason you feel it's it's your father calling out on the other side it sounds stupid and you i don't you kind of don't want to say this to winter maybe but you mm -hmm. feel like your your father is doing this weird and she'll say this part out which is weird because he doesn't know magic how's he doing that and she tells and winter will be like okay 
I think this is enough. We should step away from it. Last Can time, I, touch it? <laughs> I would say last. <laughs> she said last time someone interacted with that. Last time someone touched it, they didn't experience a good thing. Let's just go. Uh, it's, let's let it do what it's doing, and hopefully it doesn't affect the city. And she turns around to like walk away, hoping you're gonna follow. She's touching the pillar. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, <laughs> so she takes like probably like tw- like ten steps uh, forward, and then she turns around to see if you're following. And as she turns around, she just sees you with your hands on the pillar. Uh, probably, I don't know, but only me t- using to take magic on it. Yeah. Because you're curious of what's happening. <clears throat> and uh, as... It's she- all going on. <laughs> <laughs> as she sees... As she, as she sees you uh, do that, um, she tries to shout to you. like She's like, no, stop! Uh, you see the plumes of this building, of this tower, just uh, to thicken. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, before you can even like step back, you start to see that the plumes have surrounded you, and now you can't move. You're just stuck in place. And uh, before Winter can even do anything or react to you uh, being consumed by this, she can't even take a step forward. Uh, the the amount of mist, the amount of fog that this tower is now emitting, it's just uh, it's just immense. And the whole city of Rushmore is gone to you. You don't see mm. anything but the deep green yellowish color of the fog. Um, and then we see uh, everything goes into darkness. And then next time we reappear, the plume, the, the, the smoke dissipates and you are no longer in Freshmore. Mm. But what you do hear is a grumpy old man and what sounds to be a rat folk uh, talking behind you. Yeah, what does the place look like around me? Um, it looks like a... Kind of like a temple, almost. Yeah, it is. Well, the city around you looks to be having a bad day, because it's mostly all decaying and falling mm. falling to pieces. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I look around, see them, and I'm like, great, I'm in hell, apparently. Which catches the other two completely off guard, because last time they knew, there was only two of them. It was the big <laughs> giant dude with the sword... And the small little rat guy. But, uh, yeah, the game is y'all's. Y'all may um, interact with each other if y'all would so wish to do so. She turns around and looks at y'all. Y'all aren't like demons or anything, are you? Looking at Ratch? <laughs> Not last I checked. Okay. I mean, last I checked, I was about a foot shorter, so maybe. Yeah, I was about to ask. Did you get taller? I'm tall as hell now. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm tall. Well, I don't know who you are. Friendly reminder, Ratchet's only okay, well, three feet uh, tall. Introductions are a great way to start conversations when yes. we don't know who the other people are. So, um... Uh, However, hi. first... Yes? Um, looks to, uh, the rat folk. I apologize if I startled you. You were in an area that I was keeping guard on. I was going to ask if you were doing things with the stone, but you seem just as confused as me. My apologies. Are y'all talking about the big, like, spiky stone thing? The Star Stolet, yes. Okay, I think, well, I think Winter did call it that, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, oh, you know Winter. Good. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, how long have you known Winter? Proceeds to just kind of start doing math in his head. A few years now? Okay. Well, if you know Winter, then you know about the Asylum. Right, I, I think I've known him for about 45 minutes or something, I think. I, um, wait, Ratch never I met them, right? I was distinctly with her on that mission. Uh, I'm sorry, Ratch? 
Or was that out of character? I'm sorry. It was about to be in character, but I need to make sure that Ratch never met Winter. Uh, no, but you heard of Winter, maybe, because the, uh, probably Asad and Nessel and Karagor mentioned her, but you never met her. I've heard of Winter, but I've lived underground most of my life, so I'm not sure what it is. Uh, well, um, mm. we're not talking about the season, darling. We're talking about, like, a person. You, you said what that is. Yes, no, so I'm aware. That, that, that is... Okay. I read Ratch's character blurb on his character sheet when building him. <laughs> At any rate, I am, uh, well, I suppose Captain doesn't really work here since I'm not even with the the uh, group that I have that rank with. I am Bastion York. Oh, cool. Um, I mean, you can still be a Captain. Nobody's gonna, nobody's here to unrank you or anything. No, but that's the same name you heard that was watching the, uh, the, the mansion. Right. Oh! You're okay. First of all, I'm Fatima, and you're the guy who was just at the uh, mansion, at Lawless's mansion. You were supposed to come yes. back, and then I was going to be allowed to go look around too after that. Or I think actually, Winter said I was allowed to look at the evidence you brought. But I mean, I was going to ask permission to go inside, anyways. And I'm Ratchmamby. <laughs> Hi, Ratchmamby. Um, so what are you doing here? <laughs> Did Asad or Nestle ever mention Ratch to uh, York and the others? I don't think that would have been important enough for them to mention. Yeah, no, I'm sitting yeah. here waiting for Asad to be mentioned. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah. so, Ratch, why were you down there? Oh, you know, the usual rattling things, searching for forbidden knowledge, or regular knowledge, any knowledge, really. I like books. Ooh, what's your favorite book? Ah. Uh, I love books, I just want to point that I, out I don't there. have any books on. You most you likely can... would have enjoyed the library back at the asylum, then. Uh, was he in the library? Where did y'all find him? I don't remember. Um, he was in the library. No, well, that's yeah. what Granny Two Tails was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, Ratch was in the like next room up. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Oh yeah, the asylum was honestly not the best place, but there were a lot of good old documents there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wait, so you go of the asylum? Uh, when were you there? Were you there while all the uh, odd yellow fog was going on? Yellow fog. Yes. Um, you mean those people who portals and all that? Okay, I hold on. I don't know all of the details. She like steps back and like curls over for a second, puts her hands on her knees. Okay, hold on. What kind of fucking magic are we talking about here? Because like, full disclosure, I'm a spellcaster, self-taught mostly. But like, what kind of what kind of bullshit is this that you're talking about? Spitting people? What? Well, like, I recall Karagor mentioning something about a nyromancy or something like that. Oh my god. Why? Well, thank you they call any rogans. That, that's... A nyromancy is the magic of dreams. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> wait, I am not the one to ask, and the one that would be being questioned about the why of all of that <clears throat> is already dead from the reports I've heard. I'm just saying because uh, he was very, very, very scared of magic, and uh, I mean, I don't know if he's meddling around with this stuff, but... It certainly sounds that other people that do are meddling with him, so I can only imagine how terrified he must be right now. He? Oh, I have... Sorry, sometimes I just don't think about what I'm saying when I talk out loud. Um, my father, Asad Al-Kadir? Oh, I... No, I don't know oh, him. Asad. Excellent. I don't know Asad. I, I know you know Punch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Asad, you know, he's a... I mean... About uh, gay, tall, bald, has a yeah. jacket similar to lion skin or something oh, like that. Oh, you mean yeah, Punch. Uh, Punch is a good friend. Punch? He didn't kill me. Oh my god. He tried and failed to find my wife. I think Fatima understands what that means, actually. 
Oh um, no. Okay. He so found your wife. He was suffering well, I, I from that he uh, did... memory oh, loss. Oh right, because he was. Yeah, he does. He never found out that they killed her, right? No, yeah, no, yeah. That's when yeah. he found his wife. His wife was like six feet under, but yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Also, um, I'm sorry. You you called yourself a ratling a little bit ago? Yeah, you know, shorter than I am from the Darklands. Uh, yeah, because like I've never heard of a ratling before. You, but like I just assumed they were. You look like a rat folk, if anything. Is that what I am now? What the fuck? I mean, you were much shorter before we got here. I'm sorry, was this an incident? Wait a minute, did we transform or something? And she, like, looks around. Like, you look behind yourself right. and suddenly tail. Okay, hold on. She, like, patting herself down. Okay, all right. I seem cool. to have all of my things. All right. And all of my body parts of the sand. All right, cool, cool, cool. No feathers. No feathers. Got it. No, not not turned into a bird or anything. Uh, York, do you feel any different? Mm, not particularly. Um, am I still 5'9"? Uh, you do look to be about a foot shorter than I am, yes. I'm sorry, how tall is York? <laughs> Six foot nine. Why is he so fucking tall? Is that what his height was? I don't know what his height was in the character sheet. I just decided that he'd be six foot nine. That is fucking tall! I wanted to tall. do a tall character. Holy Listen, shit! my stepsister's stepbrother is seven foot two. Okay. I mean, that's an acceptable height for reality, but, like, you're stepping into large territory now. No, that's once you hit seven feet. You're getting real close is what I mean. <laughs> oh my god. Close, but not there. Okay, alright. Well, we're here now, so um, we're just gonna have to... <sighs> Why does it look like it's dying over here? He, uh, she, like, looks outside. I kind of want to figure this out before I, you know, just zoot us back or anything. Mm, death requires things that have been living recently. This m looks more like, well, desolate. No, no, this place is definitely desolate. Like, everything that once lived here is just long since dead and gone. Honestly, this would be a good time. You have to hear the boom, 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 boom. And then you see the moon giant walk up out of nowhere. Jesus Christ. And then, uh, that's where he would say what, what he last said when we last, and when we ended last session. Ah. And that is, um, how did y'all get here? And how did y'all manage to get through the barrier? Immediately going into diplomacy mode because this being seems rational and is much larger than York. Oh, no. Just kind I of so awesome. you, you first. I was investigating someone being in an area that I was guarding and I guess ended up running into that star the star stole back in Thrushmore. And ended up here. Um I don't know what barrier you're talking about. I just came from quite literally that direction. Points directly at the stone. <laughs> I I'm also with him. I, I I can be with you, right? Like here in this we, we both know my so, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, we're in the same party. for diplomacy. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. I I did not realize we were trespassing on a home. Thank you for not immediately attacking. I know that's the standard. Um, <laughs> immediately um, attacking and strangling and, cr and crushing my head. Is that, is that <laughs> why those three started knocking on everything? I'm a civil man, okay? I, I know not to walk into an unknown area and immediately start attacking its, its residents. Oh god, that is incredibly rude. I don't understand why anybody would do that. Just a few weeks ago, I had a group of people that came in here and almost <laughs> murdered two of the owners of this place. Well, no, they murdered two people, but they left one alive. Well, that is off. That's not 100% true. <laughs> what is wrong with those people? That's god. incredibly rude. Like, even if you're not going to knock, a statement of one's intention is, at the very least, a, a minimal honorable amount. Yeah, one of them came back and actually killed off the other one. Uh, that's horrifying. 
Hmm. God. Um, so just... What? I don't know. Do you know what they look like so we can avoid those, <laughs> you know, thugs? I like how Viv was the only one who caught that. Um, no, I want to I wanna hear the description. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, what... What about you two? Y'all, did y'all end up here the same way? Yeah, I was. Uh, uh, I, I touched one of these uh, uh, star stellas, I believe is what he called it, um, and uh, it transported me here. I have no idea why. All I know is that I heard my dad's voice on the other side, and I'm trying to find him. So um, that's why I ended up over here. I can't speak for Ratch Mambi, though. I was, in fact, chasing uh, Ratch, and that's how we ended up here. Okay, I... I'm thinking you're talking about the star stone. Right. Yeah, uh, star yes. Slay. Star Slay. This is like the second time I've heard these things called Star Slays. Um, but... I, I believe Stelay is the plural. It's not Stelays. I mean, that would make sense if there wasn't more than one, but there's more than one. And they were all if referred there was one, to as Star Slays. If, mm. if it was one, it would be a Stella, I think. That, that's how it sounds like to me. Uh, Stella Toir. That's a... Good drink. Now wait, hold on. Would a, wouldn't a star Stella just be the star star? So, question. Hmm. This group that you encountered before, they wouldn't have happened to include a uh, young woman with yellow and black markings, a um very short blue gnome, I believe he said he was a Svirknevlin? And a bald man wearing a lion as a jacket? No. Oh. One of them had a giant suit of armor. The other one was an old lady, very old lady. Uh, one of them was a short man, um, looked like a, um, I want to say dwarf, if I'm not mistaken, and um, a ball-headed man wearing robes. Okay, well then we can just avoid those people. If I'm correct, terrible. I think their name was their name was Kathy, um, Anya, um, Hundred, and uh, Absad. Well, wait, think. weren't Jesse and... Uh, Opsad? Oh, wait, oh, yeah. Jesse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, an angel, uh, and uh, I think two angels named Jesse and... Hey. and uh, hey, no uh, offense. And, uh, um, and just, no offense. I know this might be playing into stereotypes a little bit, but you said there were two angels with them? Yeah. I Did you piss somebody off? I don't think they were angels, but they looked like angels. One of them did. Okay, all right. Very we're beautiful wings. Like, I got you. Angel adjacent. Got it, got it. Winged humanoids, effectively, from what I'm getting. Huh. Now I know you. I know you say that we might want to avoid them, but I never said to avoid Anya. Them. If Anya is no, no, I was talking to uh, these two. If Anya is with them, they might know what's going on. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. You said one of them was Upsod. Do you mean Assad? No, I think it was Upsod. Okay, well, sure. Uh, well, it sounds to me like, uh, and she like turns around to York. It sounds to me like you know this Anya chick. So loosely, I only met her after. Getting back to Thrushmore, a member of the Pathfinder Society. Unrelated. Uh, have you ever noticed a Thrushmore sounds like a disease? That's out of nowhere. And it is out of nowhere. Huh. I, I assume it's a moor made out of thrushes. It sounds like a like place the songbird. To be. Well, yeah, no, but it also sounds like thrush. You know, like the fungal infection. Well, there's also a plant. It's a very commonly used uh, term. Well, it's a, it's a very commonly used term if it's to describe a bird, a plant, and a fungal infection. Can y'all leave? Oh, yes! Sorry, sorry. Yes. I should uh, leave your home. Which direction did that go? Um, I have no clue. That, <clears throat> that I'm aware of, they were looking for more of the Star Stones. They were trying to, um, if I'm not mistaken, they said they were trying to attune the Star Stones. I didn't bother to ask them on um, why. Mostly because they just approached us and attacked. Wasn't in the mood to talk with them, but 
they took care of their business and left. So, if I'm not mistaken, they might be looking for more of these star stones from the closest one is um, in a tower. And uh, he points into just a random direction. Um, I think it's straight down that way. I say I think because uh, you haven't been in the city yet, so you'll find out. Uh, No, hold on. You said we'll find out. You've never been in this city. This place looks like hell. I have to just... Legally, you have to tell me if this is hell. Am I in hell? I can legally ask you to leave my uh, home. Oh, yeah. No, no, of course. Yeah, yeah, no. We we can leave right now. But just, like, where are we? Is this... Can you at least tell me if this is the... The way out is that way. Okay, but I'm already leaving. I'm already outside. Take care. Thanks again for not uh, killing us. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well... Thanks for not killing me. (laughs) (laughs) We have come to an understanding. (laughs) So, uh, so he walks, uh, kind of scared here, he walks so. back up. If you choose to return, uh, make sure you speak <clears throat> Malone and you may pass. And he runs back. Malone, gotcha. <laughs> Take care. Be safe. Trust me. Y'all the ones that need to be safe. I don't like how he said that. <sighs> um, I do have a question. Um, is there any way that any of y'all can find out where we are? Find that other group that was talked about. That's not what I mean. I'm concerned about where we are. We went through a magic portal. I have no idea if we're in... Like, our plane of existence. Yes, and uh, that giant was is not willing to particu- be particularly conversational. Well, that's because we overstayed let's our find that other. Let's find that other group. I mean, it... Oh, yeah, I didn't think if, about this. Hold it on. looks we like are the right, material plane to me. Your father and two people that I know. I rolled a 40 on knowledge planes. Am I on the material plane? You know what? You're not 100% sure. You want to say yes. Oh. No other plane <laughs> you ever heard of that's similar to this. So there's a good chance that's to maybe a yes. <clears throat> I would say... Wretch, yes. what knowledge do you have? Oh, uh, hold on. Do I have... Hold on, there, I have some rules about making certain knowledges untrained as well, but I think I am trained in all the ones that would be. Oh, let's see. Forbidden knowledge. Is there... there is, is just... If you're looking for I dungeoneering, can, I have I can that. make Arcana, Dungeoneering, History, Planes, and Religion untrained, and of the knowledges, I have Arcana, Dungeoneering, Planes, and Religion trained. Give me a history. All right, well, I can make uh, that untrained. Uh, 14 uh, plus another... Why do I have plus two profane listed there? Oh, because that's the yeah, type of bonus that. that I'm getting. Uh, that plus two profane bonus becomes a plus four. So it'd be a 16 if it's related to Elder Mythos. I guess it is. Um, I mean, yeah. I would say. Uh, what is, is there like a, a check or role you can do for just recalling knowledge? Is that just a flat intelligence check? I mean, you could make it a flat intelligence check, but I, I might have trouble making that roll. <laughs> mm, okay. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, <clears throat> I'm willing to make it. <laughs> go ahead. If you roll... The worst thing that can happen is you roll better than this, because I'm going to go with whatever you roll highest. Okay. Um, It's also a 16. Okay. Well, I'll say... I'll give it to you. Uh, You're not 100% sure. This is just you guess the meeting. Uh, you have made Laos's mansion basically your home. And you spent quite a few months there. Um, like, I, I, I failed to mention that, I guess the time period you were there, Asad, uh, or, or Fatima, is, um, uh, it's gonna take a while for me to get used to that. Um, was towards the end of their, it was basically the, the end of the reconstruction of the attack. So basically, Wretch Manby has been at the mansion since the attack happened to the reconstruction of the attack. So you had plenty of time to go through all of Laos's books, which has held some juicy, juicy information. 
And uh, in some of those books, some of the journals that maybe were missed by the party originally, uh, you do know that Laos had talked about the Star SLAs and their connection to um, these outer gods and other beings that live uh, within the void itself. Um, you, you've also read about this uh, this mysterious city that uh, supposedly exists but has never been proven to exist and that this city holds a triad of star cities itself. But again, this is all myth, this is all fantasy uh, according to these books you've been reading. Now, no one has ever been able to prove that this city existed. You don't know the name of it, the, so you wouldn't you would have been you wouldn't know it's called Nurizvan, but um, you feel that maybe it wasn't a myth. Maybe this city does exist, and that maybe you're in that city right now. But at least you know that it, the city is not a different plane of existence or anything like that. You know that this city supposedly exists somewhere in Galarian. I think I read about a place like this, but uh, honestly, I didn't think it was true. No clue what it was called, um, but probably on the material plane. Almost definitely, if it is the same city. Yeah. Well, that's um, good at least. It definitely looks material enough. There's something else going on here, though. It's kind of hard to, like, figure out. It, it almost feels like, you know, like when you're, um... It, it almost feels like you're awake and you're experiencing, like deja vu if that makes sense does that make sense like you're here fully here but there's something weird about it you know like like you know when you're when you feel that feeling in your mind that something's not right oh yes yeah like, like i'm not i don't i don't mean anxiety i mean like 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 other phenomenon not that i'm assuming that you have anxiety or anything I'm oh just... no no i am quite familiar with that feeling and yes i understand that you are getting that feeling right now yeah um... just to be clear it's not the anxiety i'm talking about i'm talking about like deja vu or like Something's on the tip of your tongue. That that sensation, you know what I mean? Yes, no, this place does seem to have some of the... Me something mental about it. Walking through that uh, fog to get here, that was, um... Hmm. Kind of like vertigo? Something like that? There was a lot of deja vu there. Yeah, yeah. Again, not actual deja uh, Look, I'm, I, I'm not trying the to complicate it. No, no, no. During all of the incidents that the asylum there were quite a few people having dreams that involved a similar mist okay all right so this is this however is kind of stuff i guess probably. however i'm currently going with the idea that ratch is right and we are on the we are currently still on valerian because that will keep me from panicking like i did at the asylum so long as we don't run into any fucking doppelgangers uh, i'm sorry doppelgangers okay you know i'm gonna stop asking questions because it just raises more questions that i kind of don't want to hear right now um, you can ask you. You can ask Assad if we catch up to him. Yeah, we'll just ask Dad later. Um, so yeah, um, right now I think it would be best to find out where everyone is so that we can get the hell out of here. Um, so let's find that tower. Yeah. Okay. Before we go, I, I, I know this is one of those things that, uh, you know, if in like a movie or not a movie, actually, she wouldn't know what the fuck that means. You know, like in a book or something, uh, that it would be like developed organically over time. But I think it would be uh, a nice question to ask now because I just met you guys. Uh, what do y'all do exactly? Like, if we get in trouble, like, what can you do to like protect each oh, other? Oh yeah, cool. Thank you. That's a way to explain what our character does. Uh, yeah. Everyone, just uh... I, I've done it before. 
Um, I guess, yeah, I guess before we keep going, so we know, so the audience know what we're messing around with today. Um, do we want to say it out of character and then just assume that they explained it in character so the audience uh, can know what well, it is? Well, I mean, or... I, again, I don't, I mean, it, it doesn't make sense for you to ask, like, oh, what do you do? What do you specialize in? Because that's, no. that's, that's not like a, a... Like a conversation someone would normally have. It's I mean, like, then again, you've never met nerdy wizards before. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I guess, but um, but oh uh, yeah, uh, we can go down the list. Um, just say what your class does and what it specializes in. Uh, really, I don't care about the little little things here and there. Yeah, no, I get um, you. You just want general. Yeah, just well, a what, quick. What did we do? Yeah, a quick elevator pitch of what your character can <clears> do, uh, and then we'll just find out what they can actually do in full whenever we get in combat. So, yeah. uh, okay, go, uh, let's start with my list. Uh, uh, the first name on my list is, uh, Too Many Spells. So, Too Many Spells, would you like to, uh, share what character class you're playing? Uh, I'm just gonna share the one that I have the most levels in, because I'm very multi-classed. Did you know that you're only allowed to put three classes on these character sheets on Roll20? I have four. Um, <laughs> I think you Ouch. should be able to add more. I couldn't figure it out, but it's fine. I, I put the extra level in Sorcerer and just added a note. Um, but uh, I, I am... I, I study both the Arcane and the Divine. And I think I can mix them pretty well. I don't know where my voice journeyed off to, but it certainly went on a journey. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay, that sounds pretty interesting. A little bit of divine, a little bit of arcane. I like it, I like it. Uh, for, for those listening at home, Ratchmambi is a mystic theurge now. Well, what are some? What are the the, the classes you multi-classed into? Uh, sorcerer, cleric, and what is the other one called? I have it here somewhere. Is it another magic class? Yeah, it's a, another prestige. Apparently I didn't make the note. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. It's going to be uh, Pathfinder Savant. Ooh. Hey, that's the game we're playing. Um, okay. Uh, oops, sorry. And so, what what does your class specialize in again? Uh, the Mystic Theurge has next to no class features. It has some stuff about like being able to prepare class or spells from your other class. So I can I can prepare sorcerer spells as a cleric, and I can spontaneously cast my cleric spells that I've prepared as a sorcerer. Uh, mm -hmm. But most importantly, all the levels of Mystic Theurge give you progression in spells known and spell slots for both the classes used to qualify for it. That's kind of badass. So I'm, I'm sitting what? here as a... That's what I was trying to set up with Karagor. Well, but you took two divine classes. <laughs> yeah, I was an idiot about it. I mean, the, my understanding is that was like this. one of your first times playing Pathfinder. Mm -hmm. In fact, my second, yes. Yeah, I thought that was the first time we were playing Pathfinder. No, the first time before. the first time playing Pathfinder was the uh, tournament oh, thing. Champions we did. of Central. Oh, I mean, yeah, I I wouldn't count that, but I guess I would. It at least got me an idea on how the combat. It was also at least like three or four sessions, which is more than zero. I mean, true. I I was like throughout the I whole do intend thing. to one day make a uh, better gun chemist. I'm okay. But one day we'll have the ultimate gun uh, campaign. <laughs> Uh, uh, maybe we can play that pirate <clears throat> campaign and we'll all be swashbucklers. I did tell John I would run it for him one day. The, uh, see, what, what the fuck was it called again? Um, um God. Uh, it's like on the table. Skulls and Shackles. Yeah, there it goes. And I believe the exchange was, I run that for you, and then one day, Hell's Rebels for me. <laughs> oh God, that's, uh, that's, that's too many campaigns. Uh, anyway. They definitely would not along. be run at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, okay, uh, next on my list, 
it will be John. Your turn. What is uh, a quick uh, elevator pitch on your character? What is it? What it specializes in? Uh, Fatima. She's an arcanist. She's a sorcerer. With, with uh, she's a, she's naturally gifted at magic because she's a sorcerer, but also studies magic because she's a wizard. It's a, it's a hybrid class. You put them together. You, you prepare um, spells she's... like you're playing fifth edition D and D. Okay, wait, 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 wait. What was your class again? Arcanist. Okay, and you're half half sorcerer and half wizard, correct? I'm I'm a I'm a sorcerer wizard. A sorcerer wizard. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a sorcerer okay. that learned wizardry. So, John has less spell slots than either of them, but <laughs> goddamn, is that is it worth it? Um. Also, do you still have like the magical inheritance that a sorcerer class or class has? No, uh, not really. It's more for flavor. Um, but, um, I get exploits, so there's that. I need to let you explain it. Well, I, you'll also have to notice that I'm not you, so I didn't make this class busted, okay? I just took stuff that sounded cool. I believe in you, John. You can break it. Okay, well, I'm already level 14, so it's, it's not. (laughs) I hope you, you Uh, John it and don't break it. Okay, well, (laughs) you're really hoping that I'd fuck this up for you, huh? Mm. Uh, let me see what my exploits are. I mean, I can say what they are, but... Um, so exploits basically are little things that you can do, uh, that make, uh, that make things a little bit easier for you sometimes. Easier and for I you, can... not me, right? For me. Yeah. Uh, like, you can echo your spells, you can, uh... Oh, that's a good um... one. Okay, do you have a bounce effect? Uh, you can take one, yeah. Do you bounce spells? I like bounce. You can quicken spells, you can bounce spells, well, I'm, I'm, I, just because I say this doesn't mean that I'm, uh, that I took them. So long <laughs> so as you took the one that lets you re-prepare your spells in a single round. Um, so my understanding is, you mm-hmm. basically have the ability to cast your spells as meta magic using meta magic. They're, they're meta magics without yeah. using the meta magic feat. Yeah. Okay, and you don't get the penalty of a meta magic feat, correct? Because the penalty I don't see of anything here about penalty. Well, because the, well, the penalty of using a meta magic feat is that it increases mm-hmm. the level of the spell. I cast. believe he still gets that. I think there's very few ways to cheat meta magic. Well, because I know the only way I know is using rods. Uh, there's also a feat called Spell Perfection, but you need to have three meta magic feats already to take it. But yeah, I mean, it's just a just a spellcaster, okay. just a goofy little spellcaster. I'm a little bit disappointed it, that it doesn't let you negate the the level increase of the spell. Uh, I, I would at least think they will minimize the level increase, but I didn't see anything about about taking it though. That's what the other thing though. Because uh, if it lets you use. Oh, well, because that's what I was wondering. If it lets you use it as though you were using the Meta Magic feat version of it, which the Meta Magic feat increases the levels of the spells you're casting. So if you can't cast a level 1 spell as a level 1, you have to cast it, say, as a level 2 or level 3 spell. So you have to have those slots open for those. So that's why that's I'm asking, because although everything you just named are the same as the Meta Magic. Oh, feats. yeah. Yeah, you're still using the higher level spell slot, yeah. But the uh, the one that gives him a meta magic feat, I believe, is required to get a greater meta magic knowledge feat that that floats, mm-hmm. which is wild. Uh, you you saw Lenthe, you know I like floating feats. <laughs> I, um, okay, and uh, that's is that pretty. By the way, I guess we already mentioned the races. Yeah, uh, we we got Regmanby as a rat folk who was mechanically changed. To be a rat folk because ratling is not a playable character race. Um, I mean, could, just let me have constant tongues; it'd be fine. 
Uh, I'll pass on that. And then sadly, sadly, we have two humans in this party now. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. of which we could have spiced it up with a little bit more difference. But I think it's time for Dom to play a normal race, I guess. <laughs> not, not, a, not one too out there. I, I wish John could have played a little bit more out there race, but uh, you went with... I'll do you one better. Vanilla I'm playing human. a female character this time. <laughs> We've already had a bunch of female characters. Okay, but like, those are like one shots. Those don't count, right? Jesse, Anya... I meant me. Um, Jesse, Anya. I can't <laughs> name any of the. I think those are the only female characters we have. Uh, Esther. Esther. Uh, mm, wait. Do I think ghouls have gender? Have, do they have gender? It's it's a fantasy world, David. You could just say yes or no. <laughs> unless the character class, or unless the race specifically states how gender works for them, like uh, dromites. Dromites are uh, gender neutral until they hit puberty. I don't know what that is, but I believe you. They're uh, bee people. Oh, that is gross. I love bee people. They don't bee people. You're just mad because you don't like insects. Bee I mean, people. that's true. <laughs> oh, people? We have people? Oh, man. Now, now you like them. Now I like them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna making, I'll be making so many NFTs, man. No. Um, no, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now y'all don't like them. Um, no. Okay. Uh... Uh, Don, your character, York, the second human of this party. What is your character class? Ah, Captain Velston York, pure fighter. Um, I ended up getting him to specialize in basically fucking shit up in melee range. Ah, yes, our new Assad of the team. I thought that was 100. I mean... No, because we still have 100. I mean, yeah, that's 100. York's not going to be punching people. York's going to be taking a bastard sword and cutting them. He also has the most expensive item I have ever purchased for a character. And I don't like the way you said of, that. In any form of tabletop game. It's also an item that I've been wanting to give a character basically this entire campaign. <laughs> I've got to say I'm very excited to see how you play a fighter. Because you've been playing some really fucking weird characters. And I want to see how you're going to break your... <laughs> Bold Bro- of you to assume that I didn't make your... York fucking weird. <laughs> no, I understand. Like, when you see... When, no, York is... I don't know how weird you're going to make him, but I, one of my favorite tropes is a weird old man who looks nice and, like, knows deep, dark secrets or, like, says some weird things because he's seen some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, no. At 90,000 gold, he has a ring of regeneration. Nice. I thought you said 90,000 years, and I was like, God, I know he's old, but I'm that old. Nah, he's just like forty-five. That's so pretty old. He's also six foot nine. Um, I'm pretty sure that's not accurate, but I'll let you have it. Um, listen, I kept him as a pure fighter instead of going for something like Magus. I would I wouldn't mind Magus. Magus is one of my favorite character uh, classes. Yes, second favorite. Do we need to turn it into a T-shirt for you at this point? Uh, <laughs> yes, but David, if I were to have taken Magus, you know I would have been doing more crafting. Uh, that's not what Magus do. Magus are not crafters. The only thing they need to craft... No, but you have to have spell levels in order to craft magic items. Yeah, but you don't use Magus to craft. You use Magus to kill things. I mean... I mean, I use fighter to kill things, too. Yeah, but... I used an alchemist to kill things. Yeah, but you use magic. Uh, ma- use magic physically, uh, in a physical means to kill people. 
points at Anya's bombs. Uh, well, bombs are technically not magical because they will work in a anti-magic sphere. So yeah, fungus have like forty thousand different genders. Okay, so, so I think that's kind of cool, um, and I think more people should know that. And I said genders, I meant sexes. Sorry, I'm anthropomorphizing over here. But yes, he is a human fighter because that is probably the one class race combination that I would never normally do. Yeah, it's also the one. It's funny you say normal because if boring. if he was a Pokemon, that would be the normal type, despite the fact that the word fighter is in there. Yeah, no, he is literally a normal type Pokemon. <laughs> His favorite meal is mayonnaise. <laughs> no, he he basically just is surfetched. Okay. I was watching, sorry, I, I'm sorry, I was watching a VTuber the other day, and they were talking about what uh, that they don't like to eat food, and one of their friends was making fun of them, was like, hey, you want to tell everybody what you've been eating for food? Uh, and there's like, well, I don't, it's like, uh, it's like a, you know, I don't want to make it sound like I'm weird or anything, but uh, a bowl of rice with some cream cheese. <laughs> That sounds fucking delicious. <laughs> but the point is, is that they don't like the taste of most foods. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, in Melee is where he really shines. Ooh, I didn't know he knew how to wave dash. No, shine sparking is different from wave dashing. Oh, sorry. Uh, character's introduction, done. We already know what your character primarily focuses on. We'll see what they do next time. But... We'll, we'll go ahead and continue forward. Um, your characters uh, leave the observatory and head into the city, into the general direction of where the moon giant has pointed. Uh, while walking through the city, you have you are experiencing what the original party had first experienced. Just a weird city with the most chaotic layout you've seen. Um, you're taking guesses on where to turn hoping you're going in the right direction, but you're trying to head at least in the direction that you were pointed pointed to. Um, and it probably takes a few hours for you to find any sense of going in the right direction. But I will say that uh, as your travels become longer and longer, um, you yeah, get to a point where you start to hear, um, a commotion, I guess. Uh, very lightly, nothing too loud, but it's something that stands out in this quiet city. Every, every once in a while, you'll hear the sounds of, of rumbling or chirping, uh, around, but never for too long. Um, but because this is a city that is unnervingly quiet at most times, you do start to hear a bit of a commotion in a certain direction, which catches your attention, all of you, and you start heading in that said direction. After walking a few more minutes, uh, you hear what sounds to be a large explosion, and the sounds of flames enveloping something. I guess. And you kind of see, almost like you can barely see it, but you kind of see a reddish glowing light of what you might think it's fire out in the distance, uh, which completely catches your attention. And so y'all run uh, forward to investigate what this is. Uh, as you do, y'all see um, out in the distance what looks to be almost like two angels fighting in the sky 
uh, what looks to be. You see one almost made out of one with wings of fire, and the other ones with more of your typical, I guess, angelic wings, as what you would think. Um, and you just see, uh, you see the fire one fall from the sky, and then you see the other angel vanish. And so y'all keep heading towards that same direction. And as you get there, you see uh, what looks to be a courtyard, I guess, with a few tents laid out. Uh, a bit too far for you to like actually get clear details on. But you do see two people walk into a stone wall and disappear. And so that is where we leave it here. Next, we venture back into... The presence of uh, Mother Grimmoon. Uh, we've already done this already. Uh, you have. Uh, we're back with Jesse. Jesse has requested aid from Mother Grimmoon. Uh, Mother Grimmoon had laid the terms for for this, and Jesse has um, turned it down. So, um, you have your way. I hope you came up with a way to explain. Uh, your way out of this, I guess. I, I know I, I threw you a curveball here. Um, but um, you have denied, uh, or you, you have declined this this deal, and you have left Mother Grim Moon's tent with the body of Assad. Um, what is it that you are planning to do now? Uh, we've already uh, mentioned that you will be leaving with Assad's body, but what exactly are you going to tell the other group? Ask Jesse, I'm sorry to do this to you, but Jesse, I need you to come up with an excuse. Um, uh, can, can I? Oh, I, no, you're good. You have to talk amongst yourself. Another way of animating them. However, I do, if this happens, I need to retcon that uh, Adiastri dropped the sword because I really don't want to take the one side quest we've ever completed away from <laughs> So, that's the thing, is that because, because, uh, you or Assad is not coming back. The plan was to give the sword back to Assad and teleport Assad back to the city so he can walk in with the sword. Yeah. Uh, but because you chose not to want to play Assad anymore, we can't take that route anymore. Uh, Adiastri has taken the sword. Um, the thing is, if you take the sword out of the city, Opie will try to take over Adiashri's mind. Because... And, and Adiashri would just keep ceasing to be in the material plane every time he gets too far. Like, that that's also part of the problem. David, are you really gonna make me completely go redo all of my purchasing? That's why I told... Well, that's why I told you, blame John on this. He wanted to play another character. David, I'm just saying, this is, this is, this is mostly to focus over Don and his character. I feel like this that, that that responsibility shouldn't be on me. Well, no, it's more of a matter of if we are having Terralinder's honor go with Adiastri, we're gonna need to uh, cut it for the night while I do the entirety of my purchasing over. I think it's just easier to just let him have the sword. He built his entire character on having it. Well, no, I built my entire character on a completely different concept. Just think that sword just saved me a bit of money. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, I, I just really wanted to give you a way to try to somehow clearly figure it out how to get the sword back in there. But um, 
But if it's if if it's that big of a thing, I, I just thought maybe there would be a clever way I can figure out how to get the sword back in there. But if it's too much of a problem, then I'll just leave the sword there. Then uh, just I have figured out a clever way to go about it. Adiastri fails the uh, wisdom save, gets taken over, and all Upianshi does is have Adiastri left. That's over. not Adiastri isn't getting teleported. He's being unsummoned. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's going away from the city. Well, it's it's a forceful thing. It's happening. So it, it's like. Ariashi doesn't even know what's happening. So if Ariashi knew that it was going to happen, maybe you can make that argument, but he doesn't. It, I mean, it just we happens do have a mind link. You tell, me, you tell us to come up with something clever, I try, and... No, I, I understand. No, that, 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 that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm just going to leave the sword there. I'm just going to leave the sword there. Because it... Well, I get, I get that. It's just that it doesn't really make sense because Ariashi doesn't know he's going to be re, like unsummoned, in a sense. So I just... I'd just rather have him just drop the sword after the after the killing blow that drops the sword. Um, I mean, we're chasing down someone who wants to feed the world to a tentacle monster in yellow robes. But what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, yeah <laughs> just drop the sword. Yeah, I, just, I drop things all the time. No, yeah, I just again, I, rather than having this be an issue, he just drops the sword. It just does it. So all, all you just have to worry about, or all that Jesse has to worry about, is just explaining, like, because you will be leaving them behind. At least uh, 100 and um, 100 and Kathy. So, because, again, they're not sure what happened. They, they knew they know you teleported away. But, it's, again, they're still confused on exactly what's going on. Uh, so just explaining that to them. Other than that, you like I said, you have enough time to resurrect... Assad's body, because I'll say you have the wand of gentle repose. Uh, all the cure wands, probably Kathy has, but you can have all the other miscellaneous ones. Okay. Um, the thing is, the the spells that I would use to communicate are spells that I would use to travel faster, and like I still don't think she would communicate. <laughs> If you don't think she will do that, then she doesn't. Of course, Just you like, leave them confused on what's going on. But if you don't think Jesse would do that, then I, I don't she think she would until she manages to uh, to get Assad resurrected. So you know, <clears throat> in a in a week or two, they'll get a random message and be like, "Yeah, sorry about that. Turns out Mother Grim Moon wasn't going to be helpful." So... <laughs> okay. So how? Okay. So I, you. So I think y'all, y'all, you are like one week worth of travel within the city, uh, within like this part. I think so. Um, you would have to use your mount to its maximum uh, travel, and you can probably do. You can you can probably calculate this off air, but how fast or how how much distance you can cover with just one mount at full speed, I guess, for traveling nonstop. Uh, and then you can start using your teleportation spell to get to cities a bit more faster. So it probably won't take you a whole week to get back to the main city that's in Kazmaran. But um, you can probably calculate that and then go based off of that on how many days you have left to resurrect him. Uh, but like I said, as long as you have the one of Gentle Repose, I don't think that should be uh, I mean, I'll, I'll gladly drain the, uh, the coffers of the party and take that wand of Gentle Repose. We, we shouldn't have as much money as we do anyway. Not that it's helping then, us. Um, uh, plus, I think I, I think the wand was fully stacked. Well, I think it had like maybe like 
a few charges used up on it, uh, but nothing much. You you have almost a fully uh, available wand of gentle repose. Uh, I think it was only used. Yeah, twice. no, we currently only have seven hundred and thirty gold. Uh, yeah. Well, I meant more in magical items. Too. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Um, is the the value of our stuff in magical uh, items across the entire party is probably above wealth by level, especially with the introduction of three characters at full wealth uh, by level. Even if <laughs> two characters are leaving and one of them was at full wealth by level, actually, she was just short of it now. I think. I mean, the party's a, it's a little bit rich in actual materials, but not in like actual gold wise. Uh, but, okay, so if, if that is the route you think Jesse will take, like, she will just leave and contact him later, then I guess that's where that whole encounter ends, <laughs> with her giving you this offer, you declining it, and then we I'll just find see, another way. Yeah, we see Jesse, she walks out of the tent, uh, I guess you summon your, your steed. Yeah, I, I summon and, only, uh, I use communal mount to, uh, summon one horse. As opposed to six. Do you not have a spell that would just summon one of them? No, why just would I have... Mount? I only have a limited number of spells known. Why would I have a spell for summoning one horse? <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess that is... That's true, but okay. Uh, how many... Uh, how much... How much time do you have with that? Because you are four, level 14. Uh, at so that point, the horse like, lasts 28 hours. 20 hours. So you get a full day use of it. Non-stop. You can calculate how fat, how far you travel with that, um, but okay. Um, uh, it, she can probably go faster, actually, if she causes the horse to do a forced run, dismisses it afterwards, and then summons a new horse. Can you use haste on it? Uh, she could. That would give us an extra. That that would last for a little over two minutes each time. <laughs> you just see. This sounds like speedrunner shit. Jesse runs into the wall for two hours, okay, if, and then she turns. So if Casmarin is normally a if Casmarin is normally a week's ride away, then just doing the forced run and changing horses every eight hours, you've got yourself shortened down to about three days. Damn, nice. Okay, and then when you so... add your maximum range teleports. Well, teleport requires a destination in mind, though, so I can't just teleport uh, wherever. So, I mean, you don't even have to wait. You can get just far enough uh, within your teleport range, and then just teleport to the docks. Like that's the place, best place you can remember. You can try risking going to it, uh, which I don't think the mischance is that bad. Yeah, teleport mischance aren't actually that bad. Yeah, so you can probably teleport there, and you can cut maybe like a day or so off of that then. Um, but, so like two uh, days, yeah. yeah, good enough. Damn, that's way. This whole book says it takes a week, uh, like almost a little over a week to get to Nerezavet, and you're doing it in like three days. I think. What we're, I uh, mean, but... to be fair, she's practically cheating because normally you shouldn't uh, be able to just like trade out horses like that on a ride. I guess that's a week's travel is taking into account basically not going for a forced heart ride. I just think it's, like, super funny. Uh, <laughs> but, okay. Well, then, um, I was hoping for, for, uh, maybe a cool little emotional scene at the end, you know, saying goodbye to your party. But, um, but no, I guess, uh, uh Jesse... We have established great. that Jesse is a pragmatist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... But a good one. Uh, <laughs> I would say Hundred and Kathy are 
alone in the tower, waiting for the return of, of Assad and Jesse, wondering when they will be back. Uh, come to know they won't be coming back for a while. But that's okay, because it seems like another party has just walked up to the front of their doors. Of course, when the party walks up, they don't see a door. Your so, definitely nope. doesn't. Uh, you could make an argument that with Ratchet's cleric subclass, he might see a door. Okay, I'll do this. <laughs> Which okay, I don't Ratch want Mambi... him to see a door. <laughs> but... I w well, I kind of think it would be funny that Ratch Mammy is the only one that sees the door. So he's like, okay, guys, let's go. And Ratch Mammy just completely vanishes. While the other two are, like, confused about, like... Did he just teleport again because of the tower thing? Oh, no, York's, I don't know. York's entire response is just going to be, I am not chasing that guy. Oh, oh, yeah, rock. I was also just looking at the cleric spell list. Do you know that there's a spell list specifically for spreading Zamondor's... There, there's a six-level spell that specifically spreads Zamondor's influence? Like, that's all it does? But, okay, so I think we'll just go ahead and end it here, then. No, I mean, um, I don't have to... Uh go to work tomorrow if we want to keep going um well because then we, we have to start introducing oh right we uh, need uh we need we, justin uh, justin yeah so i think i think this is a good spot to end it um we already ran longer than what i was expecting um so i think i think this will be a good place and then we can just join back with justin uh tomorrow because this is when we'll start interacting with him and probably progress the story now because we've been we've been on a pause on progressing the story, and I would like to get to the next parts because this is when it gets a little bit more exciting. Uh, what comes next? Um, I have a not at all ominous question. Mm -hmm. What's the Archon CR? Archon CR? Yeah, the the dead one. Oh no! Um, <laughs> it, 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 Don knows what spell I'm thinking of. Um, uh, okay. The I think I, I've double checked, but. I think it's a 12. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, that, that works. Okay. When you say that works, okay. Is that really okay? You're not going to raise it, are you? What, me? No, raise dead brings things back from the dead. No, no, no. No, no. Uh, you're not going to do on some kind of weird shenanigans. animate dead. Okay. Well, we'll go ahead and end it here. I already don't like the way it ended now. Because <laughs> it's I a teaser. <laughs> Is it a, I think you I think I'm being taunted with uh, my own enemies. Oh, you are my own characters. Um, okay, we'll go ahead and end it here, and hopefully we continue again, but with Justin, and we can finally attune this last star study. Are you sure it's not pronounced Houston? Uh, yes. I'll ask him next time we see him.